You're listening to the Mixtape Preservation Society. I'm your host, James Ledesma. Welcome to episode 56 of the second season of MPS. As we speak, it's a new year, 2021. New president coming in. Uh, A lot of stuff's been happening in the news and politics, but I'm not really going to get into that stuff because it dates the podcast for one thing. And also, unless it specifically refers to the music, which you'll see an example of in a little bit. I'm just going to try and keep this a neutral ground so that everybody from all walks of life can listen to it. And that has a lot to do with the article that was printed in the Carmel Current. You can go to the website and see the issue from the last week of 2020. Youarecurrent.com. It isn't the letter U or the letter R. It's Y-O-U-A-R-E. C-U-R-R-E-N-T dot com. You can go and look at the last week of December in the entertainment section and there was an article on yours truly in regards to this podcast and the musical endeavors that I've been on when I moved here to Carmel, Indiana 10 years ago from Los Angeles. I'd like to thank Mark Ambrogi for his article, for interviewing me. Uh, He actually interviewed me a couple months ago, but because... The entertainment scene in Indianapolis in general has just taken a nosedive uh, because of the coronavirus. So there wasn't a whole lot to write about. So anything that was worthy to write about, he was printing. And I was kind of low on the totem pole, which is fine because I really haven't done anything other than this article. Once again, I don't make any money off of this. I don't have any sponsors. I don't have the time to even do it monthly. The last episode I posted was November 9th and that was something that I had recorded earlier so I'm just trying to keep myself creative you know momentum is everything if you don't have the momentum to get things done then they're just gonna sit there ideas half-baked with no resolution it's tough to do even the simplest creative task these days because there's so much going on around us and yet at the same time we're all cooped up in our little cocoons and it's kind of counterintuitive. You would think that being trapped here, I get a lot done. But see, unfortunately, I have a day job and I have to go out and work. And that takes a lot of energy to deal with as well. I'm not complaining. There's a lot of people out of work right now who are just bumming it. And I, my heart goes out to them. And I hope that something like this, like this podcast, can give them some entertainment. And give them some hope and shed a light. And because of the exposure from this current article, I'm going to try and make this podcast a little bit more accessible to the mainstream. I already made a resolution to dedicate the podcast to stuff that I'm doing personally uh, or people that I've collaborated with personally. But I think softening the edge also broadens the appeal so that if there comes a time when I have advertisers or sponsors, that I could do something about it and present a product that still has edge and still talks about the spaces in between, but 
also allows it to be played at work, for example, or in front of your kids. I've always felt like you can't compromise on this stuff, man, but we're living in the age of compromise right now. We're settling for a president that, frankly, he's better than the last one, and that's really all that people are expecting from him. I don't even think this guy is going to get a second term, but I voted for him, and what you're listening to right now underneath is a song called Biden Time, and I told you that I would only mention politics if it had something to do with the music. Well, this song was created right around the time, if not the day of the election. My collaborator on this song, Joe Ritchie, uh, he and I have similar political views, and so we did this jam and then we didn't know what to title it so i just called it biden time as a pun on the notion of biding our time which all of us are doing under the covid reign right now under the uh, regime of the covid uh, it's taking a, a, a big effect and toll on all of us so out of this was born a new project called chromatophore now the actual word chromatophore from what Joe told me, because he came up with the name. Chromatophore is the uh, component of an octopus that causes the skin to change color. It kind of describes our music that we've been making. The spelling, the proper spelling, I believe, is C-H-R-O-M-A-T-A-P-H-O-R-E, maybe? I could look it up, but I'm not going to bother. The point being that I stylized it to Chromata and then the number four. The point is to have something that rolls off the tongue that sounds good. I'm not concerned that people might think there's four members in the group. There's only two right now. It could expand to four if we find other people who want to collaborate. But really, I just like the sound of it. And it also kind of almost seems like, by spelling it that way, it's like some type of chemical or something that was concocted in a lab, like LSD-25 or something. Biden Time is the first finished song that we've gotten out of these sessions. But if you read the current article, you know that we're working with a wealth of material here. Around the time of the election, before and after that, Joe and I have just been jamming out and creating electronic-based music. I'm going to play some of it during this episode, but most of it's not finished. So right now I'm talking over it, you're listening to it, and I'll play some more stuff that we've come up with. Joe and I used to collaborate in other bands, most notably Jeremiah Cosner's band. That's how we first met, was through Jeremiah Cosner. Friend of the show, had him on here a couple times and have played his music. The direction that the music's going in is electronic, but also influenced by prog rock. So you got a little bit of like later Radiohead, uh, early Can, the German progressive group. Uh, that came out in the 70s and 80s. And also, Snarky Puppy is a big influence, especially on Joe's side. Uh, mostly it's just Joe wailing on the drums and keyboards and me adding bass and guitar. And we might put some vocals on, maybe some spoken word segments. But we're just tinkering with everything right now. Nothing is set in stone. But then again, in this day and age, is anything set in stone? I think that's an important factor in listening to all this stuff is that Things are constantly shifting. One of the reasons that I have been sporadically doing the podcast is that I've had some personal changes in my life, which have necessitated me rearranging the studio setup that I had for a better part of a year. 
I'm finding new technology to incorporate. Uh, I've been buying th things, getting things for Christmas, like a GoPro camera, uh, so that we could start posting sessions that we do. But there's just not enough time in the world to do this. If I was completely on quarantine, like I was back in April of 2020, then a lot of stuff could come about. But as it is with doing the day job, until this becomes something I can only devote my time to, it's going to be the type of thing that uh, you're only going to see in spurts and small doses. These are all works in progress and most of it is done on laptops and desktop computers. Some of the early stuff was done live in a basement studio. That setup unfortunately has been dismantled out of necessity. So we take it wherever we can and I'm a big fan of portable studio life. I'm a big fan of being able to set up wherever you are and recording and coming up with something of quality. My dream is not to own a gigantic studio. Maybe a gigantic space to do stuff in, but not a gigantic studio. I want the actual studio to be handheld. You've got phones that have GarageBand or BandLab apps, and you're able to create music on your phone, but to be able to collaborate with other musicians strictly on handheld devices, it's there, but it hasn't fully been birthed yet. I remember 30 years ago, discovering the Tascam Porta Studio 4-track tape machine and thinking, this is it. This is as miniature as it gets. And now I'm recording this vocal part right here on a uh, Tascam Digi Recorder, which is a handheld digital recorder. If it could do multi-tracking, that would be even better. Everything's getting smaller and smaller. One day I'll have my studio in a suitcase and that's all I'll need. I'll just open it up like Pulp Fiction. This glow will come out and I'll be able to just hook everybody up. We'll have air drums, which I hear is happening. Uh, some kid in my neighborhood told me that they now have air drums where you just play the air and it's kind of like that Wii 
hand remote wave technology. So we're getting there and that's my goal. And that's what I want to see happen. So Chromatophore is really just an extension of that, of two musicians saying, let's just do something that feels good and then lace it and paper it and decorate it with all this other stuff and make it palatable for the masses. All it takes now is time. That's the key recipe is time. I feel like I have a lot of time, but at the same time, you know, I'm a family man. I'm a working man. I'm a regular Joe. I'm not some spectacular superstar. And that's a good thing because if I was a spectacular superstar, then right now I'd be upset that I can't tour. I can't take my show on the road. It's limited to the black mirror that you have in front of you, whether it's your tablet, your smartphone, your laptop, your desktop computer with the dual core processor, whatever it is, that's how people are reaching each other right now. So this is the best time, if any, for me to be doing a podcast. So I really need to get that momentum back and tie it all back up together. Thank you. 
So what you've been listening to has been excerpts from the sessions. And like I said, some of them were done live. A lot of them are tunes that I used to play in other bands that I just threw out to Joe. But it really started to pick up when we decided to just go electronic, put him on the V drums instead of live drums. And instead of me plugging into a gigantic amp, going straight into a desktop computer. The first couple of electronic sessions we ran on a, on a Dell that was running XP. <laughs> but now we're fully Windows 10 and I've got all sorts of software that I'm using to edit and I just need to make the time for it. Like I said, time's the key ingredient. I just gotta really get that going. But thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Uh, next week, I hope you tune in next week. I hope you get a chance to listen to this and subscribe and spread the word. Please spread the word. Tell people that James Ledesma is, is at it again, trying to make something in this time of urgent chaos and tremendous absurdity and also danger. Let's not forget to be safe out there. Wear your masks. Wash your hands, sterilize, do what you can, because even if you end up contracting it, at least you know you did what you could to keep other people from getting sick. Let's not forget that this is a serious thing. And if you don't believe me, then just talk to my family in California. Just know that it's affecting everybody right now, even if it isn't affecting them directly. Stay home, make some mixtapes. I think that's the best advice. And listen to this podcast and tell people about it. And with that, I'll see you guys next week. This has been James Ledesma. And once again, shout out to Mark Ambrogi, Joe Ritchie, and all the people out there who are listening, making mixtapes, and doing their thing. Take care.